Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, we just saw arguably the greatest game, greatest regular season game any of us have ever seen last night. I'm speaking, of course, about St. John's against Cal in uh, early November uh, college basketball. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. Who won, St. John's or Cal? Well... (laughs) You think I'm joking, but there's a there's a listener of ours who actually last night, uh, you know, in a WhatsApp group, the in a cha- in a chat group, the focus of which is sports, suddenly dropped the bomb on us that he wasn't watching the game because he was first going to watch the St. John's Cal game. Did he gamble on St. John's Cal? No, he's just mentally ill, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, look, Listen, college basketball is fun. Far be it for me to to judge how other people use their time. Obviously, I watched the entire weightlifting world championships from. That were in Turkmenistan, Ashabat Turkmenistan, two weeks ago. Yes, every but, single day, but not during and women's division. But not during what was coming in. Everybody deciding it would be the greatest regular season uh, NFL game of no, all time, and right. then it actually somehow meeting right. and exceeding expectations. Probably better, yeah. other than other than the sloppy sort of penalty aspect. It was yeah, better. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's absolutely no defense in the NFL, but you know, again, nobody wants defense. It's arena football, baby. It was, you know, what it was a college. It was that was like a pretty good college football game. That's really what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a B plus college football game. Yeah, it, it was a, the greatest NFL. It was really, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was trying to think, and we didn't make lists for this, like w- the list of greatest games. Bill Barnwell had some today, but like greatest regular season games. I don't know what really comes to mind. Usually, it's like the one thing this game didn't have was like an incredible ending. Like if the Chiefs score at the end or get inside the ten, like that's one thing. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the world wanted an overtime there, right? Everybody wanted them to score a field goal. and then. Well, he had- here's the thing. So I watched the game in the morning. The o- I accidentally signed onto Twitter this morning, and my top tweet was from you. And it said, um, and it was a picture of, like, you with Scorigami, and it said, like, oh, this wasn't even close to any other thing. So now... Yeah, it's not, not it's just that it was a Scorigami, but that it was a Scorigami whereby it was completely surrounded by, sco- by available Scorigami. Sure. So now all I knew was that it was a score that had never happened in NFL history before, and it was a very high score. It wasn't like two to one, yeah. like some score that had never happened. That was very low scoring. But I had no idea who won, it was, so it was, it was very it was exciting a lot of fun. for me. I, had, I, I was actually a little bit behind because I had taken a work call, and so then I paused. And then one of my friends in another sports-related group chat kept trolling by uh, giving play-by-play. So I sort of had to skip actually a couple minutes uh, in the second half to catch up to be live so that I wouldn't get uh, screwed out of the ending. Yeah, so I know that it's Scorigami, and then it gets the 54-51, 
and I and I realized like oh this is probably it because it doesn't need, like I know this is a scoregami this fits the bill of your tweet so I obviously you're hoping for a field goal to to take it to overtime and then it could be like 54 54 maybe they each kick a field goal maybe it's like ends something insane like 63 57 I'm very cognizant of the 72 to 41 game so I, I you know I know that the high score all time is is well within reach but uh was not to be will we see a 60 point score this season I mean we're running it we're running out of time the problem is you need a game like this because you need both teams to not stop or you need like Belichick against the Jets or something like you know when one team hates another team and, and doesn't stop even at the end. Like Sean Payton's willing to go for it a little bit, but I, I don't I don't think so. I think if the NFL continues like this, we will definitely see one in the next year or two. But I don't know if in the next six weeks we're gonna see one. I think teams are either, you know, trying just, you know, worry about the playoffs or uh, you know, or out of it. I don't I don't think so. The only scenario would be maybe like if if Josh McCown just says nothing against the Patriots or something and, and Belichick just wants to run up the score completely a possibility I, it would have to be a game like last night where both teams were just scoring nonstop. the reason why the game last night was so high scoring was the penalties actually helped because they keep stopping the clock yeah. right and, and the defensive scores ball. help also and the defensive scores help because that's like a one that's the equivalent of an 80 yard touchdown when you the yeah. negative 20 when you when you give up a score on the 20 that's, that's like a one play drive for a touchdown i mean pat mahomes uh, had one I, of the greatest games we've ever seen and he also had five turnovers yeah, I wouldn't. I would hesitate to quote one of the greatest games we've ever seen, just because like a lot of the turnovers were kind of sloppy. Like I don't blame him for the last one, but like he was pretty sloppy with the ball uh, on the fumbles. Um, how tall is he? He kind of plays a little bit smaller than um, than I thought he was. But I mean, obviously he's amazing. I, I now I think every team is just going to try and copy them and get a Tyree kill. It's that's why it's so frustrating. Like as a Jets fan, like we have a guy like that, Robbie Anderson, who can just outrun everyone and catch. But it, the the thing you saw last night was the Rams and the Chiefs can block for their quarterbacks. Like even against good pass rushes, there were plays where Mahomes had ten minutes to throw. Does Kirk Cousins have that much time to throw? No. Yeah, I think Cousins is under like the second or third most pressure in the league. So obviously not. Yeah. So I like it's it's just frustrating because. Most quarterbacks could not that Mahomes isn't special, but like most quarterbacks could do that uh, if you know if they had all day. Like there were plays where Mahomes had eight seconds and still sort of had to like run out of traffic, and he should not be running. If you're that good, Mahomes should run zero times a game. Like he should not run till the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's look, crazy the, that the thing about this game, if you're the fan of a t- of another contending team, or in my case, a team that wishes they were a contending team, is mm-hmm. I don't think that any of this really scares you all that much. As long oh, as you have, because my team doesn't play the same sport as the teams that. But play what I'm saying is, but these teams have absolutely no defense. Like when the Vikings played the Rams, it came. It was just like this game. It came down to the last play. And when the Rams played the Saints, it was the same. And any any team with a half decent offense, you know, has an ability to put up 35 or 40 points against these teams. When the Chiefs played the Patriots, it was the same thing. Like every time that either one of these teams has played another, you know, playoff caliber team, we've seen a score like this this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Saints Vikings game was kind of an night, anomaly. This is the second best team versus the third best team. It's such an exciting game. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Saints are clearly number one in anybody's power rankings right now. Yeah, the Saints are, and and also going to New Orleans is much scarier than going to L.A. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to talk about any of the other games in Week Eleven? The Sunday night game, for example. I mean, it's it, who's. How about this? Who is the favorite to win the NFC East now? That's an interesting question. 
Yeah, I mean, we were always saying how, you know, it was going to be the Eagles over the over Washington. And all of a sudden, between the Eagles completely self-immolating and uh, Alex Smith's leg uh, breaking into multiple pieces, and the Cowboys shocking me with consecutive road wins against teams that I thought were much better than them, the Cowboys have to be the favorites right now, right? <sighs> I mean, gun to your head. Look, right now, and, and the Cowboys are 5-5 five and five playing at home against Washington, who's 6-4. and four with Colt McCoy, mm-hmm. with three days yeah. to get ready. If the Cowboys win that game, they're in first place in that division. If the Cowboys win that game... I mean, who would have seen yeah, that coming first place ago? McCoy's bad. Like, I, he has a lot of confidence. He's got a lot of moxie. I like him as like a, an idea of a backup quarterback, but he's not actually good at playing quarterback. Now, apparently, the last time he started in a game, he went into Dallas and won. Like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, I just love the way that Dak's been playing, and I've been saying this for two weeks now. Like Dak, yeah, I've seen I, it, like. It I roll. mean, I've always been a Dak defender and supporter, but I think you have to slow your roll. Like Dak has not played that great the last couple weeks. He's played okay. I, listen, I'm not saying he's played great. I'm just saying he's clearly like playing every play like it's the Super Bowl. He's giving it so much on every play. Like you could, see he's trying to carry the team on his back. Now he again, there's a reason he was picked in the fourth round. Like he's not as skilled as some of these guys, but he, I mean, he is. You know, definitely, he's much closer to rookie that Dak than last year Dak. Okay. Even if the stats don't bear it out. Yeah. Are the Eagles totally dead? No, because, again, that division sucks. I still don't buy the Cowboys, even though they, they eliminated Bill and me. Sal talked about the Giants going 5-1 and one and, yeah, and getting Tate and 8. You think that's, that's possible? That's insane. Although, I'll say this. I ranked all 15 games this week from 15-1. to one. Uh, Spoiler alert, there's no great game this week. Uh, the Giants-Eagles game is There's much... a lot of large spreads. It's like the opposite of... Uh, the Giants-Eagles game is, is a much better game than I would have thought. Right? Mm-hmm. The Giants have won yeah, two Yeah, that should be good. People think the Giants are, are good and... Um, I mean, if the Giants I, I win, s- guess what? The Eagles are in last place in the division. I mean, that would have been impossible to imagine two weeks ago. Yeah. It, I, it's, it's... I don't... Like, are the Eagles... I first of all, Wentz shouldn't have been playing this season. I, it just seems like Wentz was not ready. The late season ACL injuries are very hard to come back from the next September. Well, I don't want to be he a hot take artist, but is it also possible he's not that good? Like, we've seen quarterbacks. We saw Derek Carr have one magical season and then revert to being not very good. You know, Wentz wasn't sure. great as a rookie. Maybe maybe that one season was, you know, not his. You know, it's seen, possible, but I, we won't be able to make that, that yeah. uh, connection till, we've till seen, next I season. mean, look, it's, it's, it's not unusual for an average-ish quarterback to have one super elite season. Andy Dalton did it one year. I'm not saying that's a what lot Wentz of quarterbacks, is. But, a lot of quarterbacks get way better from season one to season two and then never really show yeah. progress. I mean, and, and we saw Nick Foles be as good or better by the end of the playoffs than Wentz ever was. It's weird team. for, but how about this? It's weird for a QB to go from year two to year three and get worse. It's very rare. But now I don't, I don't think that's true. Like Winston, you have Mariota Derek Carr. Stuff. You have Mariota got worse, unquestionably got worse. His first two years, he was a pro bowler. His, his third and fourth years, he stunk. Um, I mean, Josh Freeman's obviously a more extreme example in Tampa. I don't think it's that uncommon. Okay. Well, Freeman was good. Yeah, Freeman's Te- good year was the second Teddy year. Teddy Bridgewater died <laughs> and lost yeah, everything. Well, yeah. that Teddy's third year was yeah. was lost year. Um, How crazy would that be if, like, Breeze gets injured and, like, Br- Teddy has to, like, play for the first time in three years? And, I mean, and the, the only circumstance in which I could ever see myself rooting for the Saints to win anything ever would be if it was Teddy Bridgewater in the playoffs. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, Not that what if I it was wish Saints- Breeze, but... No, and also Greg Williams is like literally the coach of another team, so it's hard to really hate the Saints at this point. You yeah, I mean, just but, hate Greg Williams. Uh, so I mean, you don't hate countries that like benefit from you know like Nazi gold, and then you know, well, move on. It happened already. I do, I do, but um, 
I don't know. That's don't my know analogy. Nazi gold. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about. You want to rank the games? By the way, it was a rough week for you overall. You went five and eight, picking winners and losers. So. I mean, we have a confidence pool this month, and I'm getting just slaughtered. Yeah. I I had a chance to win that pool a couple months ago, and I've just embarrassed myself. And you, we were in second and third for many months in that in that whole pool, um, with a lot of money on the line, and and uh, you went up and I went down. Very sad. Guess guess my kids can't go to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sort of uh, the Bears have gone up and the Vikings have gone down. Well, so now now Chase Daniel, I, I'm excited. I like when the QBs who never, ever get to play get to play. I get, Cole McCoy, a lot of people didn't realize he was still in the league. Chase Daniel has never gotten to play. Like, McCoy's at least gotten to prove that he sucks. Daniel's really never gotten extended time. So it would be interesting to see him. That actually makes the game better. Because I think with Trubisky, the Bears just romp the Lions, right? Yeah, I disagree. I, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, to me, having watched very carefully every one of his plays on Sunday night, is the least, you know, there's a reason the advanced stance think he's one of the five worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And the reason is well, that he, he sucks. He's Tim Tebow, basically. You don't think he's better than Chase Daniel? I have no idea what Chase Daniel is. But old. right now, Mitch Trubisky is going to retire without ever getting the play. Mitch Trubisky is basically the same thing as Lamar Jackson right now or what Tim Tebow was. He's a dynamic runner, and it's a weapon that has real value. But if he has to throw the ball... You know, he completely locks his eyes on his number one target on every single play, which is why he th- throws a lot of interceptions. And if that, mm-hmm. if 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 the number one target on the play isn't available, he just runs. And and it, by the way, it worked for a half against the Vikings, and they managed to put together fourteen points. And then you know, f- from from that point forward, it was just pick sixes that sort of uh, did the Vikings in. But I'm just, you know, I'm talking about teams that. Right now, the Bears are, you know, shockingly high in my power rankings, and they're above the Vikings, and they deserve to be. But if I'm putting together a list of teams that have a chance to advance through the NFC playoffs, the Bears have no chance whatsoever. Because we know the Vikings can go play for play with the Rams. We've already seen them do it this year. Or the Saints, or, or you know, whichever other team. We know the Panthers can do that. We know the Packers can even do that with Aaron Rodgers. There's no chance that the Bears can do that. There's none. The Bears cannot score 35 points against, uh, you know, uh, an elite offense. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I mean, just don't I, trust Trubisky. I, I agree, but but I don't know if those games get to thirty. But so Chase Daniel, you know how many t- games he started in his career? Three, two, and week one seventeen. And one. Uh, I believe at least one of them was. You know, there were the twenty thirteen and fourteen Chiefs. At least one of them was week seventeen. Yeah. One of them, I, maybe Smith was injured in the middle of the season. Um, since twenty fourteen, he has thrown three passes. Although, uh, if you want to look at it a different way, he has not thrown an incomplete pass since twenty fourteen. That's right pretty now. good. Yeah. Um, he's uh, just thrown go, more than five passes in two. Well, seasons. I th- I think Trubisky's going to play on Thursday, but you know, just come back to that for I, one I think, second. I think uh, I think Nagy uh, implied today that he's not. I, I believe, and also Chase Daniel, cool name. Uh, his first name is William. <laughs> That's a much so I'm cool I'm name, seeing William 27 Daniel. minutes ago on Chicago ABC seven Nagy saying that he's optimistic that Trubisky will play. Cautiously yeah, optimistic. I, I, if I had to guess, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that Trubisky's not going to Well, I, I was going to pick the Lions to win that game anyway, the same way I picked them to be, win at home against Carolina last week. Uh, you know, Not that I knew it would come down to a two-point conversion. I'm going to stick with that. Now, I'll say this. Chicago's you know, defense is obviously ferocious. Uh, the Vikings' running game completely disappeared. Uh, you know, There was tremendous pressure on Cousins all game. But until, until the fourth quarter, when they moved the ball at will, now part of that was you know, the Bears let up a little bit. They were in a little bit of a prevent, but... You know, you know, you got to play all sixty minutes. So I, I, I still think push comes to shove. Now, the funny thing is, the Vikings and Bears, that game didn't have as much drama as it should because the loser would just drop into the second wild card, mm-hmm. which is the case. 
and then that well, might be. It didn't have as much drama. You're saying because the teams are very familiar with the playoff picture, and <laughs> and, yeah. and well, but I well, but I'm just looking forward to Week 17 when Chicago comes to Minnesota, and that might be a similar situation. Is that is that going to be your night game right now? What's the Chester night game situation? Well, it's always been either that game or Washington and Philly. Those are the two options. Now, if Washington uh, and Philly both fall apart and the Cowboys somehow weasel their way into that, I mean, there's just there's limited other options at that point. Uh huh. So. But let's let's not jump to week seventeen. Let's focus on week twelve. Uh, I ranked the games from fifteen to one. There's not a single five star game this week. It's disappointing. Are there a lot of one star games though? Uh no. There's only one or there's only one or two one star games. Okay, so let's let's go from the worst game to the best game. All right. So the worst game is San Francisco at Tampa. Uh, I have no idea what the hell Dirk Cutter is doing. You know, a lot of people assumed that it was sort of the RG three situation where because Winston's contract is guaranteed only for injury. They, that's why they weren't playing him anymore. But no, they're just deciding that when one of their quarterbacks throws multiple picks and a half, they replace him with the other one, yeah. who then does the same thing two games later. But I think there's no chance that Winston's coming out again. Do you want to bet on that? I oh, will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how about this? If Winston gets benched again, he becomes the third stringer and never plays another snap. For the but ball. you would have said that two benchings ago. Uh, no, I would not have. I would not have. I think the last one made sense just because you could have argued, listen, Fitzpatrick's been good. Fitzpatrick comes back in and is bad, and then it's like, what are we doing? We need to give uh, Jameis the last six games and, and evaluate him for year five. Yeah, I mean, um, we have to talk about I can the- guarantee if Jameis comes out for performance-related reasons, and not like the last play of a 48-3 to game, but if he gets pulled in the third quarter— he will never play quarterback for them again. All right. Gar- absolute guarantee. Your your preseason prediction for this team with, with Jameis suspended for the first few games of the year was they would yeah. lose to the Saints, lose to the Eagles, lose to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dirk and Cutter if they lost fi- the Bears, Cutter would get and fired. And Dirk Cutter would be fired. Instead, yes. they, they beat the Saints. Uh, the Saints haven't lost since then. They beat yeah, the, seems they, completely insane. They beat, they beat the Eagles. One, week one should be considered week five of the preseason. Remind well, me. Well, But hold week. on a second. New Orleans the next week only beat Cleveland because of multiple missed kicks. So... You know, New Orleans was very the unimpressive. The Jets looked like they would win the Super Bowl after week. New Orleans was very unimpressive uh, the first month of the real. year. Which, by the way, New Orleans yeah. was very unimpressive the first month of last year also, if you remember. They got so, killed by the Vikings. So. They got killed by the Patriots. And then they turned it around. So they just take a while to get going. They're the mark to share of the NFL. All right. So Tampa wins week one against New Orleans. They win week two against Philly. Week three, they lose a Monday nighter by three to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And not only was Dirk Cutter not getting fired, but he was like coach of the year candidate. Since then, they've, you know, they're now on a one and seven streak. Losing to everybody, including a bunch of I mean, Cutter's teams. toast. Cutter's toast. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested in seeing Mullen than Winston in this game. Like, can Mullins, can Mullins you know, uh, threaten Jimmy G next year? All right. And uh, what's your prediction for this game? Are you predicting San Francisco to win on the road? No, I'm going to have the Bucs. I think the Bucs, okay. you know, the, I don't think the Niners can score with the Bucs. Yeah. All right. Okay, number 14 is, and who would have ever predicted that these two teams would have the same record, uh, you know, going into Thanksgiving? Jacksonville and Buffalo, both 3-7. and seven. That's embarrassing because this spread could be like forty, and it would and it would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense because there's no way the Bills could score on on Jacksonville. Now, who, who I don't even know who's playing in this game. I mean, can Jacksonville score on the Bills though? Because the Bills also have a very I think they're number two in DVOA defense or something. Yeah, no, like the that. Bills de- uh, defense is excellent. Um, yeah, the Jaguars can score like uh, fourteen and win fourteen to three. Yeah, I mean, the, is the, Allen playing? Jacksonville has now lost six consecutive games. Yeah, Josh Allen. We're is, at the point in the year, and you know this because there's only two buys left the whole season. Where that, like, you know, worrying who the 31st quarterback is in our two QB fantasy leagues is now basically irrelevant. Yeah, 
But I think Josh like Allen. Nobody, is no, you're not getting any any value for the Josh Allens or the Brock yeah. Osweilers if they play anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Someone back. traded in this because there were six buys last week. Someone in one of my leagues in Sammy's league um, traded a lot of money, a lot of fab money for RG three on Sunday morning. And it was pretty clear that Jackson Lamar was Jackson play. was playing. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to me. Like that's a fine trade if if RG three is playing or even if he's probably playing. But I, I I like immediately texted the group and I was like. RG3 is not going to play one snap. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. All the guys are reporting that Lamar Jackson's going to see most of the time. I said, yeah, he's starting. Unless, like, the first three plays, he throws an interception, like Nathan Peterman style. Why would they take him out of the game for RG3? It makes no sense. And obviously, they didn't. It didn't take, like, a brain surgeon to figure out. Um, but, yeah, that was, a, that was a stupid buy. Although, not as dumb as I, the week before I sold. The week before I sold Josh McCown for fab money and like i was like making fun of the people who didn't buy him and then he got a negative zero point uh yeah yeah so all right so jacksonville at buffalo jacksonville season is over they're three and seven i mean even if they went out they're not catching anybody in this division anymore and by the way i mean listen they were not impossible they They, they have a pretty easy schedule the last four weeks but i just think they're not winning out and going to eight and eight and it won't get them anything to the Mm -hmm. they they went out they'd be nine wasted oh right they're four Wait, the Bills have four wins? No, I'm talking about Jackson. These teams are both three and seven. If they win out, they'd be nine and seven. Oh, right. There's six games left. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, the, the Jaguars realize now they spent 70% of their cap on defense, and they wasted a season w- you know, going with Bortles when they could have tried to trade for Teddy B. or like This was a season where there were available backup quarterbacks who were possibly better than Blake Bortles. Yeah, but th- this like Tampa, think how high they were riding in September when you know they beat up the Patriots in week two. I think I think they beat your Jets to go to three and one, mm-hmm. and then they never won again since then. <laughs> they're playing all three divisional rivals, and their other three games are the Bills, the Dolphins, and Washington. So I don't think it's impossible that this team could finish eight and eight or nine and seven. I'm not predicting it. But yeah, it's, it's impossible. impossible. It's not okay. going to happen. It's well, not going to happen. Are they going to win this week in well, Buffalo? I, I, my my concern would be if I was a Jaguars fan that they're going to fire Marone because I think Marone's a good coach. And he's got he has to deal with freaking Blake Bortles and obviously yeah. deserves another year. All right, uh, who's winning this game, Jacksonville or Buffalo? Jacksonville. Okay. All right, one of my best bets of the week. Number thirteen, Arizona losing at home to Oakland. Now they go at the Chargers, who lost at home to Denver. Not that the Chargers ever have a home game, really, but the Chargers can no longer claim that their only losses were against the best teams in the league. There's nothing to say about this game. They'll win. Next. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, the, the Chargers, like, we're going to be in the AFC Championship game. And, like, hey, we don't know if the Chargers are good because they just beat bad yeah. teams and All lost right. the good teams. The uh, Butt Fumble Memorial is my number 12 game of the week. New England at the Jets. This spread could not be high enough. There's no number at which I take the Jets. I, I It would be insane to play Darnold. Like, why rush him back for this Patriots game? Yeah. Who's playing? Is it Darnold or McCown? It's probably going to be McCown. I, by the way, I would play Davis Webb. I at least want to see what you have. <laughs> McCown's going to retire at the end of the year. Maybe he'll be your like quarterback coach next year. I at least see what you have. You know, maybe Davis Webb could be the backup or the third string next year. There's really no reason to play McCown, who had nothing left last week. Yeah. All right. Um, not even asking who you're picking in that game. All right, number 11 game of the week, Oakland at Baltimore. Oakland, fresh off their second win, goes to Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore has a little bit of a quarterback controversy now. Uh, they definitely do, but they also weren't really willing to unleash um, Lamar, which they needed to because there was definitely a fear that would be his only game. So you have to see what he's going to do. And we all know at this point, these, these like rules have been written. If your quarterback's running 27 times a game, like he's going to be destroyed in three weeks. It's absurd. 
Like, it's cool that he can do that and, like, he ran the ball like a, a quality running back. But come on. It, it just... It, it, you can't run 27 times in the NFL. Like, running backs shouldn't be running 27 times. It's a, it's insane to uh, it, to do it, and they and they babied him completely, which is fine. He's he's a first-round pick who shouldn't be playing this year. But... Uh, I would. I, would you unleash him this week? Would you, or are you like how concerned are you making the playoffs versus Lamar Jackson's development? If you are a Ravens fan, or well, what's funny to me Ravens is coach. how they have this like they would when they would, when they would bring Jackson in for these you know little gadget plays from time to time, they bring Gus Edwards in in the backfield also I guess because they were practicing together on the back in the third stringers practice field or whatever, and so mm-hmm. once they started running Jackson all game, they were running with Gus Edwards too, and so a guy who would never run you know never run three times in a game all of a sudden had a hundred yards himself. And he's probably the yeah. number one fantasy pickup this week, right? Uh, he is, but pe- be prepared to be disappointed. It was against a really bad defense, and Alex yeah. Collins it's, is still bad. But it, it is bad news for people like me who own Alex Collins in all their leagues. Yeah, if you're if you're all in Alex Collins, bad news. But I think realistically, one of the frustrating things about fantasy is like when you watch every game and you realize like, oh, Kenyon Drake is really, really good. They just give him the ball eight times a game. Frank Gore sucks, but he gets the ball 15 times a game. Like, you know, ne- oh, next week should be the week that they let Drake run 20 times because he's better than Frank Gore, you know, Grandpa Frank Gore. But yeah, well, the reason I happens. wouldn't give up on Collins is because the Ravens had the easiest fantasy schedule the second half of the year, especially for running backs. But mm-hmm. I was assuming one, you know, last year, the second half of the year is when Alex Collins, you know, uh, earned his nut. So I really hope that they, uh, you know, don't start screwing around with Edwards or some other random guy the next couple weeks. All right. Uh, Oakland or Baltimore, you're picking Baltimore. Tenth yeah. best game of the week. Uh, two teams that are five and five. And yet, if this was a double digit spread, I would still be picking the home team. Miami at the Colts. Uh, yeah, no. You've been all about luck, luck for weeks and weeks. Yeah, we love luck. Uh, and you know, we we we've spent both you know ten years on thirty two fans talking about the two to fifty three of the Indianapolis Colts, and now it's fine. And now they have a good offensive line. And T Y Hilton for the first time in like three years is actually doing something. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack is a good player. Like they that that team is that team is the offense is really good. The defense is abysmal, but like they lucked into a situation where everyone's defense is abysmal. And by the way, they're five and five. And if not for Reich's decision, which again, you know, you and I support it, but if not for that decision against Houston, yeah. they would be in first place in their division right now. Right. And now everyone thinks Reich's a genius because they're like, wait, what's missing in Philly? What didn't they have last year? And they really had everything except Reich is gone. So maybe Reich was the brains behind yeah. the operation. Him, D. Philippe, one of them. Uh, I mean, what's your prediction? Is Houston going to win this division? They've won seven games in a row. But well, it's not Filippo, un- just because yeah. <laughs> he's like going to get fired as the Vikings offensive coordinator. As, yeah. as, as unimpressive. And then get hired as the Jets coach. As unimpressive a seven-game winning streak as one could possibly have is what Houston's had. The Colts have yes. had a very impressive four-game winning streak. The Colts are down two, and they have to go into Houston. So, I mean, the, Houston is still overwhelming favorites to win this division, right? Yeah. Now, the Dolphins are like the most, probably the most league average team in, in, you know, in the NFL, especially no, getting They're much worse. Uh, they're much worse back. than that. No, they're not. You yeah. think they're the, below league average? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want no, me to they, name, they you are to, not below league average. Do you want me to name 16 teams that are better than them? You can't. There aren't, unless like you're counting Alabama. <laughs> I can name you 24 teams that are better than them. They are a bottom quartile no. team. That's crazy. They've okay. been they've been playing with Brock Osweiler. Right. Okay, let's count. Okay, he's been just as good as Tannehill. Let's count teams. The Saints. Yeah, Tannehill had, just had, let, had some big games. First of all, let's Tannehill, count teams, and you tell me when there's a team that the that Miami is better than. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. The Saints, the Rams, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, the Steelers, the Patriots, the the Chargers, the Bears, the Vikings. They the, beat the Bears. 
without so their quarterback, without the starter. So hold on. So you are saying the Miami Dolphins are better than the Chicago Bears? Is that what you're saying? They're they're not better, but they are okay. not much okay. worse than the Bears, a team okay. they beat. Okay, with Brock Osweiler throwing for 400 yards. When you find a team that the Miami Dolphins are better than that, you would bet on the yeah. Miami Dolphins to win a neutral. Then you can interrupt me. Okay, sure. Um, the the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Colts, okay. the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Packers. Well, I okay, so now in Indianapolis, I'm obviously picking the Colts. If this game was neutral, I'm also still obviously picking the Colts. So maybe okay. your point is, okay. is well taken. But how oh, about this? Oh, oh, a, let's keep going. Let's keep going. The Ravens. Maybe an 8-8 eight eight team in the AFC East is not a league average team. Yeah, maybe the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Washington, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Jaguars, the well, Bengals, Washington, the Washington, now Titans, they're better then. The Lions. They beat the Titans. Okay. They they didn't the, beat the Lions. They um, the, uh, the Buccaneers. They're definitely better than the Buccaneers. Stop. No, no, no way. Stop. No, they're they're not. Miami's not better than the Buccaneers? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Could could Tampa beat Chicago? Other than the time that Tampa probably did beat Chicago this season? <laughs> no, Chicago, uh, Chicago beat them by 38. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Tampa's higher than Miami and FPI, by the way. In my FPI, Miami's 29 last week, even though they... Do you, um, what's Miami and DVOA? Do you know off the top of your head? Why well, they haven't done this week's DVOA yet. Oh, okay, fine. So, yeah, we'll find uh, out. And I think the DVOA's been met on them. DVO's been a little weird this year. There's teams like Denver that DVO is really high yeah. on that like don't really make any sense. Uh, all, right. all right, so they're not the 16th best team. They're yeah. like the 21st best team. All right, I'm a 25. All right, uh, the Colts are going to beat them. All right, number nine best game of the week. Uh, this is a line that really didn't make sense to you and I when we guessed the lines, which, by the way, I just edged you. Uh, not a great uh, showing for either one of us this week. Bill Simmons beat us both. Cincinnati, only three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Cleveland. Explain that one. Yeah, this was a shocking line. I said to you this is like the, one of the most shocking lines. Now, I guess this is smart people saying, no, Cleveland, despite their record, is actually a very talented team that is playing better with that. I mean, since he's not good, and everybody except Bill Simmons knew that all year, they've lost four out of five. But if you look at their losses, all right, take away the Saints loss because everybody's losing to the Saints by 40 right now. They mm-hmm. um, they lost the Ravens by three on the road, which is fine. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they got blown out by the Saints and the Chiefs, two of the best three teams in the league. They won in Atlanta. That's a good win. Yeah, they. but I'm saying more recently. And they lost to the Steelers in a pretty close game. So, you know, they've lost four out of five, but they've played four playoff caliber teams and three of the best five teams in the league during that run. So right. I don't understand. Losing to Lamar Jackson's not ideal. Like, that, they definitely should have won that game. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they're also missing A.J. Green. And, you know, I, I think that this was a little bit – this line doesn't make sense to me. I have Cincinnati winning. Greg Williams wins another I have Cincinnati one. winning, too, but I, I get it. it. It made no sense, and I think my guess was like six and a half for the spread, if I remember, or seven, but I sort of understand where they're coming from now with the three and a half point. All right, line. now these are still all two-star games, and we've gone through half the games already, so you see it's not a great week. Mm-hmm. All right, the number eight game of the week, another two-star game. There's Pittsburgh- only six weeks left of, of football, and this week is almost like slightly abbreviated because you got three the three Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving games, so like every week is a good week at this point. A treasure... Every, you will regret every second of football you don't watch now. You will regret in February when you have nothing to do. Yeah, I'm going to be in the car driving to and from Queens all day on Thanksgiving, so I'm not going to see any of this. All right, Pittsburgh. Ooh, you Now, we didn't, we didn't say Mazel Tov to uh, Superfan Robbie. Um, got married Saturday or, night, correct? Got married. Um, Podcast listener went, sitting at my table. Oh, really? He was telling me, actually, that um, there's a podcast he listens to that Robbie appears on occasionally as the college football expert. Well, how did podcasts come up? Where you're like, you don't like walk around saying I have a podcast. No, 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 no. no. He didn't know it was my podcast. He was telling me about my podcast as if like he was recommending uh-huh. it to me. And then another guy at the table, uh, a friend of mine, you should says, have been like, "Hey, are the hosts like really funny?" And you've been like, "No, <laughs> yeah, especially the, the especially Jewish one." Yeah, uh, and you could have guessed who that was. Yeah, who's the especially Jewish one? I don't know. Uh-huh. It depends on on your 
Uh, and was that fun? Was that fun going to a destination wedding? Uh, the destination was Savannah, Georgia. Nice town. Uh, my, my wife uh, actually really enjoyed herself and wants to uh, make similar trips like that more frequently in the future. So if anyone wants to have a destination wedding and invite us, my wife doesn't even care about the wedding. She just wants to get away from the kids for a weekend to a... Yeah, you, know. I, you were like dreading this trip, which I thought was insane. You no, were I was like, never oh, dreading the trip. What are you talking about? Okay. No, she was. You were... Oh, she was dreading the trip, but, but you were like, yeah, well, you were dreading because she was dreading it. She well, like, her focus, you know, one of her primary focuses when traveling is food, so. Okay, and so, and to explain that to maybe people who don't understand, like, we in Savannah, kosher. Georgia, it's hard to get, yeah. Although, hard to get kosher food because. You know what, uh, listener of the podcast, A.B. Sutton, his wife is from Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. and her uncle is the kosher When we caterer. went to Camp Morishah, there was a girl from Savannah, Georgia. Who is it? Like, Rebecca, must be some what, is it Rebecca Gottlieb there. or another one? Uh, no, that wasn't her name. So there's that, at least Is that two. A.B.'s wife? Yeah. I mean, so Savannah has the third oldest t- synagogue in uh, North America, so they have a nice uh, legacy. I've there. never been there. I've been to Atlanta. I've never been to Savannah. I in in camp growing up, we had a kid from Athens, Georgia. Yeah. Um, but there was no Orthodox. Community. I mean, like, I assume he, one of his parents was a professor at Georgia. Uh, both of it, incorrect. Both of his parents were professor at University oh, of Georgia. So wasn't incorrect. Both All of right. his parents. Okay. Um, the but yeah no and they. Um, they what's it called? They there was no. They didn't even have a minion. They didn't even have ten people to pray on like Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur in in Athens, Georgia. It was wild. Won't you stay with us for Shabbos minion man? No, quite, but that's mobile. That's, that's mobile, mobile Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, with more Jews. Apparently. I have been to mobile Athens, Alabama. Georgia. I have not been to Athens. I've never Georgia. been to Alabama or Mississippi or Louisiana or like most of those southern states. I've been to. I have not Florida. been to Mississippi. I've been to the other two. By the way, South so Carolina. I, I was in Alabama in uh, two thousand and five. In, on like yeah. a black you Jewish student thing. You wore a yarmulke or a hat? Yeah. No, I wore my yarmulke. I was on like a black Jewish student thing. And okay. we asked, it was like the anniversary. Wait, did you pretend to be black because you're from South Africa? No. Just, just half the students were black, okay. half the students were black, Jewish. black, comma, Jewish. Student. Yeah. Okay, got well, black it. slash okay. Jewish, but yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, um, and we actually asked why shouldn't we go to Philadelphia, Mississippi, where Schwerner and, and um, you know, where the three students were killed, the, the SNCC volunteers. Yes, yeah. Google if you know what we're Because about. it was the anniversary. It was like the 40th or 50th anniversary of the murder literally that week when we were there, and there had just been a thing. Uh-huh. And they and our, and our like the security people for us told us, like, in 2005, it is not safe for a bus full of Jews and blacks to go to Mississippi. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, we, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that, uh, that, that I, some like Jewish organization leader. So, to, to like rural Mississippi, he obviously. Can, he can't get insured to Mississippi and maybe one other state. Yeah, not um, ideal. To, to, uh, to go. No, not, well, not, a, not a great, uh, if we have any Mississippi listeners. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a, ru- there's a runoff election in that state coming up and, uh, we'll see, uh, what happens. But even, even Alabama voted against the, uh, the child rapist, so. Not, not oh, that, yeah. to be fair, not that the Republican is a child rapist, but she, she seems to have some uh, pretty retrograde opinions on race. All right, Pittsburgh at Denver, the eighth best game of the week. Uh, Denver, mm. a little bit feisty, but this is mostly just because, again, there's, there's no good games this week. I, I, don't, I don't have a lot to say about this. Pittsburgh pulled one out of their tuchuses. You know, they got a little bit lucky. Roethlisberger throws the interception. It gets overturned. Uh, mm-hmm. They get out there with the win. But the bottom line is Pittsburgh's now 7-2-1. and one, So early on, you were talking about the teams that were sort of – suffering from you know, or had a little bit too much of a reputation based on the playoffs the year before yeah. and and we did not talk about Jacksonville that way we talked about Pittsburgh and Minnesota that way it turns out Pittsburgh yes. seems to have right and, and I don't know lives. if we talk about Philly but obviously Philly was the ultimate one yeah of those we did not yeah now so Pittsburgh is not a problem uh Philly is Minnesota mm-hmm. still sort of a problem Jacksonville definitely a problem uh Pittsburgh goes into Denver and wins though right 
Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to go into Denver and win. But like I told you last week, Denver's fine. Denver's I'm interested in the spread. Yeah. Oh, so you've changed your mind because when your Jets blew Denver out, you were like down on them. For yeah, a obviously, when you saw them give up yeah. 350 rushing yards to a team that can't run the ball, yeah. you think, oh, they're bad. And then you see Case Keenum play, and you're like, wow, he's like objectively terrible. Uh, everyone involved in like the Vikings franchise last year should be in the Hall of Fame just for like. Yeah, did you hear what Bill Keenum Simmons said on his podcast on Monday? What did he say? He said that he would, without a question, rather have Case Keenum than Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith. And in that whole quarterback miracle. Yeah. Completely insane. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I mean as we've long established, Case Keenum has a better line this year than Kirk Cousins. Now, I not to say that you aren't extremely nervous about Kirk Cousins, which I'm sure you are. Yes. But, I mean, Case Keenum is what we thought he was. Put it this way. The Jets were the Jets tried hard and, and reportedly offered more money to Kirk Cousins than the Vikings did. And where would the Jets be with Kirk Cousins? Nowhere. I mean, they, they dodged a huge bullet. They, that would be a disaster for a rebuilding team to have Kirk Cousins. Now, you guys aren't rebuilding, so I understand why you needed to do it, but yeah. man. I, I don't think it was the wrong decision, great. but yeah. Again, uh, this team still, uh, they're not going to, but they have the ability to compete with anybody. So th- the, I, the thing I like about Kirk Cousins is he's got the Deion Waiters thing where he thinks he's the best player in the NFL. Like, he, he's great at the pregame speeches. Like, he thinks he's really good. Like I'll But, uh, I mean, but look, he's had but phenomenal he's games. Bad. He had a phenomenal game in Green Bay. He had a phenomenal game in Los Angeles against the Rams. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm... I'm not as down on him as some are. I think that there's always this, been this bias yeah. against him for some reason. This isn't an original point, but like, man, Lindsay, Lindsay looks so good that it just makes even more insane for the Saquon Barkley's of the world to get drafted in the first round. Yeah. Like the, right. the Broncos expended like a real, well, I think a second round pick on Freeman, who, by the way, in limited action looks very good. Like Freeman isn't the problem. He, he's, yeah. you can he, find, he's, all right. he's or no James, I mean, Lindsay. you can they find running him. backs anywhere and this always happens. And so even though Saquon Barkley is amazing and, and that's the next game on my list, the Giants at the Eagles, a game in which the loser is last place in the division. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I re-listened. I actually cut a piece of the podcast and, and dropped it in my Fantasy Football League group chat just to make fun of Shamir, where Shamir said, if you wanted to argue that the Eagles would only win 12 games this year, I guess I could see an argument for that. But 10 or 11, yeah. impossible. Well, guess what, Shamir? Best case scenario is 10 right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, they looked unbeatable last year. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, so they are playing at home against the Giants. I mean, they have to write this shit. Uh, right? uh, did Shamir also say in the podcast, I forget, uh, there's no way that Markel Fultz doesn't win most improved player and average 23 <laughs> points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. No, but he was against... Right, I think Markel Fultz right now would be uh, a bench player in the D-League. Like, there's no way he starts in the Shamir in the was D-League. against a, a trade for Kawhi Leonard, which was the exact same trade they made for Jimmy Butler, except adding in Markel Fultz also. That's... Cr- I mean, I mean yeah. imagine I, right I now if you could trade like Jimmy you, Butler and Marco Fultz for Kawhi Leonard. It's insane. I mean, everything I said about Kawhi looks even smarter. <laughs> well, I mean, you're the wrong I, one like, to ask, obviously. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's true. Like, uh, Kawhi Leonard, is he, he's not even healthy yet. He's, he doesn't know his role on the team. The, the team, like, kind of quietly sucks other than him. Like, we, we know uh, that Kawhi Leonard sucks. Be They've bad, won but, 60 games a year the last couple – or last year anyway. Yeah, with De, with DeRozan though, like they've in in, well, in a garbage conference. You can't say they quietly suck unless you're saying DeRozan is also a top five player. Long term, that team has has no hope. You got you got Kyle Lowry, fine. Right. Serge having like a career month. Yeah, yeah. That right. Serge is having a like Serge has been bad for like five years. All of a sudden, he decided to be good again. And yes, I like Siakam and like Gian, Giannis is like a fifth player is okay. But man, that you know, Dan, uh, Danny Green is is toast. Uh, and people, uh, you know, overrate their bench players like Van Vliet and OG. Uh, Kawhi is, is uh, like I said, best player in NBA history. He's absolutely frightening. And uh, that team is going to be Golden State and win the championship this year. Toronto Raptors. 
All right. Uh, number six game of the week, mm. the Chicago Bears against the Detroit Lions. Uh, can I talk to the city of Detroit for a second? Talk to the city of Detroit. Listen, I don't like you. You don't like me. No. Uh, no, you, they brought us one of my yeah. arch enemies. You gave me a wife, but uh, you know that's about it. You're a garbage city, but for the love of God, please beat these annoying Bears this week. Please. You found a way to beat Carolina. You pulled that one out in the last second. Please beat the Bears this week. Uh, my, uh, my, 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 my chance of winning a division depended on it. Please, please, Lions, please. I don't care whether you don't have, go- whether you don't have Golden Tate, whether you don't have Carry on Johnson. It's Matthew Stafford and nobody. They gave up Marvin 10 sa- Jones, my, Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin injured. Jones He's is out. They gave play. up 10 sacks to the Vikings. How many sacks are they going to give up to the Bears? 20? But Kenny, not that he's like uh, you know most trade deadlines have passed, but Kenny Galladay is a pretty pretty solid looking acquisition this week if you could if you could snag him. Yeah, he's the only guy left there. Um, but you know what? Having said all that, I'm picking the Detroit Lions to beat the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving. The Bears Love on it. three days rest with uh, possibly Chase Daniels. Daniel, I think it's Daniel. Chase Daniel. Yeah. All right. So you'll be eating your healthy, disgusting food. In your nice new house, and you will be watching. No, I, I'm not going to be at the game. I'm going to be driving to Queens to go to Marani. Oh, right. You said you're going to a restaurant this year. Wait, what time is this restaurant? Is this a lunch or a dinner? Well, so that was another controversy. Basically, my father... And you're bringing, like, all your kids to a nice restaurant? Yeah. Well, my parents, are, like a, and, my parents are paying for it, so I don't care. Yeah. Well, paying for what? Are they paying for a babysitter? Or are they well, like, that's, what does that mean? It, well, I wanted the meal to be at like two. I wanted the meal to be like, like two or three, but we, it, the earliest we can do it is five thirty because my dad is landing Why in Newark. Why can't host? It's insane. Well, because we got to cook a whole turkey and eight thousand other things, and already we're already hosting Friday night and Saturday. So I don't crowd. okay. I don't want to be like the typical Orthodox Jew, but like Thanksgiving is less than the average Friday night for us. Yeah, we like said this same. last week already. Everyone says it. It's all look at Jewish. You're, you're really endearing. We're yourself. making the same comment. It's true. Um, we make a Thanksgiving dinner twice a week, like you're saying, Friday night and Saturday afternoon. It's the same. We don't have a turkey. Nothing as bad as turkey, but more food. Yeah, I mean, anyways, I'm not getting into this. All right, are you picking the Bears? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm and I'm rooting for them. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> no, I'll root for. I you know I root for the the the. Uh, I, I guess like it would be f- the. I don't know. The, like, the Jets RPI will be helped if uh, if if Detroit. Um, yeah. By the way, another thing, Bill Simmons was complaining about how there's not a single decent game on Thanksgiving. The three Thanksgiving the games, games are, good. What is are three about? of the top six games of the week for me. Now, again, it's crazy. They're all good. They're not five star games. We don't have a five star no. game, but they're all at least three stars plus. Atlanta at New Orleans. The first time they're these teams played. Games. If you say blue chips, yeah. <laughs> the first time these teams played, it went into overtime. Um, you know, Atlanta has completely self combusted the last couple of weeks, losing to Cleveland, losing yeah. at home to Dallas, costing me money. But uh, New Orleans is beating everybody by 40. But, you know, Atlanta at New Orleans is, is at least, you know, it's still a good game, right? It's still a rivalry. Atlanta season is on the line. If they lose now, it's over. Uh huh. They're going to. But I think they're going to cover. It's like 13 and a half is the spread. Yeah, but first of all, there's no such thing as a bad game with the Falcons because they're so fun. And if you play fantasy football, like they have yeah. so many relevant players. Yeah, I don't no know defense. What you're talking about. The, the most overrated player I've ever seen in terms of, like, trade value is Calvin Ridley. Because every week he's, like, wide receiver 30, um, but he had, like, two good games. And people won't, tr- people won't trade him as if he's, like, wide re- as if he's like Tyler Boyd or, like, uh, you know, Golden Tate pre-trade. Like, it's insane how overvalued he is in trades. I don't know if you've noticed this. I mean, I never thought he – I thought he was a waiver wire player all along when you were spending huge it's amounts crazy. to acquire him in every league. He's the third option there. Huge he plays, like, 30 him. snaps a game at the most. It's, it is nuts. Games. It is nuts how much he is he is overvalued. Like I offered good players for him, and uh, it could not could not acquire him. All right, okay. Um, do we have anything else to say about that game? New Orleans, you're picking, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, New Orleans. Are you with me picking the spread? Uh, picking the the po- take the points though. 
Uh, what is it again? Five? Thirteen and a half. Five. Wait, what's thirteen and a half? The spread for New Orleans over Atlanta. What? Thirteen and a half. What did I guess? I must have been like a million points <laughs> off on this, and they picked the lines. Uh, you guessed. You guessed seven and a half. Yeah, you were very off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was. I knew I was. Like I thought I was off the other. Thirteen and a half is absurd. Atlanta shouldn't be thirteen and a half point underdogs. I would. I would bet. Hold like, on. I, not, not my go kids, look. But, like, oh, my go look what the Saints. The Saints just beat the defending Super Bowl champions by forty-one. The Falcons yeah, have lost much better than Philly. The Falcons have lost several games in a row against Cleveland and at home against Dallas. Yeah, I would. I would. I would like. I don't know how many kidneys do I have. I would definitely bet one of them on on the Falcons this wow. week. Wow. Okay. Plus Very confident. All right. Uh, let me just tell you the spread of recent Saints games. All right. 41 points over the Eagles, 37 mm-hmm. points over the Bengals, 10 points yeah. over the Rams, 10 points yeah, over the Vikings. Yeah. You know what? The last time these teams played, it went to overtime, and, yeah. and the Saints won in overtime. All right. The other these direction, by the way, far away. The, uh, the, they lose at home to the Cowboys. They lose to Cleveland. Uh, before that, they had a little three-game winning streak. Um, all right. All right, you so could argue the Falcons are like playing harder. Like the Saints aren't desperate. The Falcons are all desperate. Right, the fourth best game of the week, and this is how pathetic this week is. It's five and five Tennessee with Marcus Mariota not even playing for sure at Houston, who we already said has the least impressive seven game winning streak in the history of football. Yeah. Uh I, I feel like it's uh, this I don't want to watch a single play down. of this game. I really don't. Uh, I, the Titans are obviously very boring. I'm stuck with Corey Davis in a lot of leagues, so like I hate Nothing worse than fantasy. Like, it's fine. Oh, I'm down 14 points and I have Saquon. That's fun, right, for Monday Night Football. Uh, I'm down it, it seven was, points. It was, it was not too, uh, on Monday Night Football a week and a half ago when he did nothing, but yeah. Okay, but you, the point is, like, it's fun to have a good player who you know is going to be in. First of all, the worst is when you have a guy, especially on ESPN, where you see who's in every play because they're flashing on the bottom of the yeah. screen. Who's not on to the To see, field. like, a, like oh, yeah, like, my guy is not even good enough. Like, what? why do I have him on my roster? Like, yeah. do you know how many times... Uh, you know, like uh, even like Brandon Cooks, like what the Rams take Cooks off for plays. This was very frustrating. Two weeks ago with Evan Ingram, it was insane. He played half the snaps, and I just needed like a catch out of him. Yeah, you got, got it. Very, you got it very late, though. You snuck out late. Um, but but the worst, like, is a guy like Corey Davis, who's like you, like his bad games are like four for forty-five. So that's gonna, for sure going to happen. My whole fantasy season is going to come down to Corey Davis needing to catch a freaking touchdown or eight passes on Monday Night Football. All right, do you um, want to pick Tennessee? They've had a couple big road wins already this year. No, in Houston, I'm going to pick Houston. I, I don't think this game's as bad as you think. I just think every game this week is going to seem like a Little League game compared to the Monday night game, especially yeah. the game's Thursday because it's so fresh in everyone's mind. It's going to seem so different. Like, Colt McCoy is not going to be rifling it downfield to Dachshund, you know? Yeah. All right, number three. And this game might have been three and a half or even four stars out of five if everyone was healthy. Mm-hmm. But as it is, it's like two and a half stars, and yet it's the third best game of the yeah. week. Washington yeah. at Dallas. Dallas is on national TV every week. They're boring as anything. Washington now with Colt McCoy, but just by virtue of the fact that the winner takes over the division, I have this as the third best game of the week. It's another game I am not really interested in watching very much of. As mm-hmm. I said, I will be traveling in the middle part of the Thanksgiving afternoon, so I won't see very much of it. I, I'm so upset. The whole Chester family right now is on my is on like he, your 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 brother doesn't even live in the country, and there's no way he'd do that. He'd he'd be away from a TV during Thanksgiving. Yeah, again, like I've I've never gotten to watch all three games in completion. Like when I've been in in my in my in laws' house and my in laws, my father in laws, a box picker football fan, I've gotten yelled at for having the temerity to even want to check a score during Thanksgiving dinner. Crazy, crazy. I don't understand this. At, at, at the at at Howard Wienerker's house, we were always is watching watch football. Shows. Not yeah, it's a primary part of the. It holiday. is part of Thanksgiving. The yeah. pilgrims would be offended if we. God, didn't. I should have married your sister instead of uh, Brad Gonick's <laughs> sister. <laughs> 
my, my sister hates football. She's been to one game in 30 years that we've had tickets. Yeah. But she will probably – and she married a rabbi, so I feel like you'd be like a step down. I don't All think right, Washington at Dallas. You picking Dallas? Can I, by the way, can I just give people advice, like, uh, as if there's a young person listening out there? Yeah. you got to lay down the law, like, from when you're eight. <laughs> like, from when you're I, eight? Well, yeah, like, in my family, I made it clear, like, I like football way more than, like, anybody in this room. So anything we ever do is going to is going to be based on football. When we went to my my great aunt, great aunt and great uncle's like fancy uh, anniversary party in a restaurant, I'm like, I'm only coming, grandma, if you bring me your black and white TV. This is like 1993. So you watch the Jets Raiders game at four o'clock. Yeah. Like I make it clear from when you're a baby that football's more important than anybody else in the room. Then your life ends up revolving in football. Now you, you, it's too late. Now you can't set the clock back. Now you look like an idiot. Yeah. But you know, I made it very clear. You know who runs the show, and and you know when my wife and my what my my parents, I I abandoned her immediately to go watch the Jets Redskins season opener, like in in two thousand three. Yeah. You have to. It's it's too late now. But okay. for your children, make sure that they uh, either don't follow sports because it'll ruin their life, especially following the Vikings and the Twins and the Wolves. Or um, the wild, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, your kids are going to be big wild guys. <laughs> All right. What What's the next game? All right. Uh, so I wasn't sure which one of these to put number one. I didn't want to put the Vikings number one. I don't want to be called the homer. It's and again, it's not a great game. It's like a three and a half to four star game. There's really nothing this week. But Seattle Carolina is a game in which neither team is going to score twenty points. So it's hard to get that excited mm-hmm. about it. Even though this is a game between two teams, one of whom almost certainly is going to be a wild card. And if Seattle wins this game, there's a chance both of them are. But if Seattle loses this game, I just don't know how they, you know. I, I guess the, Seattle's only avenue to making the playoffs is they beat the Vikings at home and then they get the tiebreaker over Minnesota. And then they just want Chicago to win that division. Well, there's no tiebreaker because the, the, the Vikings have a tie. You mean they, uh, yeah, they, you mean they get yeah, the... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. There's no but if they, yeah, but if they lose no the Vikings at home, then the Vikings have a better record than them, yeah. So Seattle and um, Carolina, I, it's a decent game, but um, I think Carolina will win something like sixteen to thirteen, and I won't. It won't be that interesting to watch. Who do you have as the sixth seed right now? The Vikings. I mean, like if I was to play the whole thing out. Yeah, like you do. You have. Yeah, I. I but I. Ha- I actually have not updated based on last week yet. Okay, but so I, I think, think you would p- probably pick the Vikings unless you have the Seahawks winning this game. Well, but I did have the Vikings losing to the Bears, and yet I still had the Vikings winning the division. So I have to go back and look. But if the well, lo- the Bears it, are making the playoffs. Yeah, but I think I had the Bears as the sixth seed, though. Okay, I mean that that would really need a collapse. I mean, the wild card know. is going to be the lo- It's going to be the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, Seattle, or Carolina. Those are really the only options, right? There's no way two teams in the NFC East are making it. No, I mean, I, I mean not like zero out of hundred times. Like it is possible. It, we we can't just assume the Redskins are going to lose every game because of Colt McCoy. It's not like Alex Smith was setting the world on fire. Yeah. Also, no, he most certainly really was good. not. Yeah. So it's it is possible. Like if McCoy plays turnover free ball, like this team could still win some games. It's hard to see Washington and Dallas. How many games do they have left? Just this one, or have they have, or do they have two left? No, they have two left. Okay, they haven't played yet. So like it's hard, right? It's hard to see. Let's say they split. It's hard to see them both getting to like one to ten, one to nine, or something like that. But it's certainly possible. No, no. What am I talking about? Uh, Washington lost. Uh, Washington beat Dallas at home before. Okay, so for them to both go four and two would yeah. would be what would need to happen to, or better to for them both to make the playoffs. It's. Po- I mean, like the Cowboys are no more out of it than the Seahawks at five. Well, and five. the Cowboys still have to play the Saints, so right, they're yeah. not going to win that one. It, it, the Cowboys, for whatever reason, even when they're bad, seem to be like the one team that beats the best team sometimes, though. 
No. Like I could see the Cowboys giving the Saints fits, but not really. All right, so Seattle at Carolina. I predict Carolina to win by three. What's your prediction? Yeah, Carolina. I got Carolina. All right, and then Vikings Packers again. Not not a great game. Although obviously the first time they played, it was it was tremendously exciting. Uh, hopefully the Vikings mm-hmm. kicker does a little bit better this time. The Packers are really a one man team. They are sort of uh, you know what we, Just they're Aaron the, Jones the, baby. Yeah, it's the well yeah. That's Aaron Jones has not been terrible. Devontae Adams is much He's better. Been really good. I was very anti Devontae Adams in the preseason for fantasy purposes, so mm-hmm. uh, mea culpa there. I was wrong. Well, I said Diggs would be much better than Thielen, and I was off on a lot of things. Well, that's starting to come the last couple weeks, or last this past week anyway. I should have sold. I should have sold Thielen. I mean, look, I, I two weeks like, ago, Thielen was on pace to break the the all time receptions record, the all time yardage I, record. I made a big mistake in the league leagues too. I offered Thielen for Carl Anthony Towns like the day after. Um, the Jimmy trade, and I had thought of it, and I didn't email it before. Had I offered Thielen for a cat when but when Butler was still on the 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 Wolves, I think maybe had I thrown in like a you know. A so this would have been player. for two seasons of Towns and one and a yeah. half seasons of Thielen. Yeah, I mean, I would have had to throw in a basketball player, but not an elite one. Yeah, that's sure. a no brainer. I'd rather have Towns. Yeah, so I, I could have made that deal, and now it's like it's a la- it's laughable, and and yeah. the trade deadline's over. But yeah. that was a big mistake because I should have sold high on Thielen. Stupid Akiva. All right, so Packers and Vikings. This is obviously a must-win for Minnesota. If we lose this game, the season's over, and I expect them to win. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think. By the way, the Packers are zero and five away from Lambeau, and their only non-win is the tie uh, against the Vikings. Well, that was in, in Lambeau. In Lambeau. Yeah, I'm saying in Lambeau is their only. So they're only they're undefeated at home. They're uh, the opposite. They of could go to zero and six on the road. Green Bay. That's wild. Yeah, it's the Mike McCarthy uh, lo- lo- losering tour. The only other teams that don't have a road win are the Niners and the Browns who don't have a road win this century. So, pretty impressive. Uh, the only team without a road loss is the Saints at 5-0 and and the Steelers who have the, the tie in Cleveland and then they're 4-0-1. Oh, that's, that's surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Big Ben has sort of reversed. You know, we talked a lot in the last couple of years about how bad Big Ben is on the road versus home, especially in fantasy. And he's not been so true Hasn't been so true, but it was like true eight years in a row. It wasn't like a fluke. It was like a real thing, but it's sort of come back to uh, normalcy this year. All right, so are you picking the Packers? No, you're not. You said, all right. No, I'm picking the Vikings. Is there anything else should we talk about? Uh, no, you got stuck in the snow last week, but that's a while ago at this point. Yeah. Pretty wild uh, uh, weekend. So at 3 o'clock on Thanksgiving, we will know who wins the week, uh, winners and losers, you and I, because our only disagreement is you're picking Chicago, I'm picking Detroit. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. I feel like I feel like your chances are not great. I'd rather be me than you, at least for our picks. Yeah. All right, Kiva. I will uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. With gravy and cranberry Can't believe the Mets traded Darryl Strawberry Turkey for you and turkey for me Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD (laughs) White meat, dark meat, you just can't lose I fell off my moped and I got a bruise And the buns in the toaster I'll never take down My Cheryl Teague's poster (laughs) Wrap the turkey up In aluminum foil My 
My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.